Hello and welcome to When Wrestlers Act. I'm John Cronshaw and I'm back once again with Colin Cox for our 2016 Christmas special. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a regular episode except it's Christmassy. Yeah. So for a change we're going to review something. How, how does that sound, Colin? I thought you'd given me the, the day off. All oh, right. Well, you know what? This is a doubly topical episode because it's both got Christmas and Bill Goldberg, who's one of those wrestlers that they used to have who's now back as a wrestler. Yeah, because it's um, it's all about who was big in the past rather than who we can make big in the future. Well, I think I think the issue is, is, is WWE have forgotten how to make stars, so they have to go back. Go back to the past. And pay stupid amounts of money. Yeah, scrape that p- barrel, dig that well. You're looking forward to Hulk Hogan's return. <laughs> With his match against Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. So, this film, anyway, Santa's Slay from 2004. That's um, Santa's Slay spelled S-L-A-Y. Yeah, because it's a play on words, it's a pun. On what word? Slay. As in, like, Santa has a sleigh. That's... I, I get it. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's, ba- it's basically like, um, what's the word, an, an unmotorised uh, snowmobile. I think that's probably the best way to describe a sleigh. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. So the film opens up. We have uh, a family, a rich family by the look of it. Boobies everywhere. Boobies everywhere, cleavage everywhere, <laughs> yeah. Um, they're having Christmas dinner. There's lots of swearing, there's lots of... Um, Implied affairs and illicit behaviour going on. Groping under the table. Yeah, it's and all it's all very bad. Well. Yeah, there's a, a woman with a very nice red dress. I thought that was uh, that was interesting. I, yeah, I like that. That was that was good. And so they're about to have their turkey, saying, "I hope it's not dry like." It was basically saying, "I hope it's not dry like your vagina." And yeah, then they and said, then she says something about foreplay. Yeah, yeah. To make her. Um, lubricated in a natural way for sexual intercourse. Exactly. And these some kids, they are thankful for not being poor and not being Samoan. <laughs> and then and then Santa turns up, played by Bill Goldberg, and destroys them all. He kills everyone, including a dog that goes flying. So it's basically every Christmas episode of Future Armour. Yeah, yeah. So it's... it's no. Well, yeah, I suppose, because there's no... Naughty and nice, it's just this guy is evil. Yeah. He's an evil Santa. And what I liked about this was it was going through all the kind of comedic killing and he had the running through the airport music from Home Alone. <laughs> so yeah. that that made me feel Christmassy. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Yeah, what was next? Oh yeah, the foul mouth granny in a <laughs> I don't know what you'd call it, a bagelarium. A delicatessen. I'll I'll call it a deli, but Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm middle class. <laughs> yeah, so she's um, swearing a lot and wanting a sandwich, and then the guy says to her, "Happy holidays," and she says, "Don't you fucking give me that political correct shit. Say Merry Christmas to me." And he says, "Merry Christmas." She walks past this girl, blonde girl, adorable Lovely young lady. Yeah, Claire from Lost, and says, "Fucking whore," something like that to her, or "You look like a fucking whore." I can't remember. Wasn't very nice. Unsurprisingly, Santa gets her too. So we've got this idea that we're in a town called the Hell Township and Santa <laughs> is on a rampage. 
at this point, we're introduced to the kid who works at the bagelarium, the bagelnasium, whatever one you call it. Bagelatorium. Bagel. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Bagelery. Bagelery, yeah, yeah. And um, he's called Nicholas, and he's our main character. Is he with that Mary girl, the blonde girl? I think they're sort of at that awkward fancying each other stage and doing nothing about it. Yeah. And yeah, so it's a bit awkward between them. They get some crap gifts. One, he gets um, a rather technologically unadvanced, is that a word? Whatever. Um, Clock that shows times in different time zones. Mm. And she gets a Wisconsin snow globe because he got her a Delaware one the year before. This is the boss played by um, Donny off of the Frasier. I fucking hate Donny. (laughs) He was the worst character they ever had on Frasier. No, he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. Who was? Daphne's brother from Manchester. What? I stand corrected. Yeah. He, and He was the worst character they ever had. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And there, there's <clears> also <throat> Daphne's ex-boyfriend, Clive. Clive. From, um, from Manchester. Ste- from Steppendoy. <laughs> Dick, Dick worst, Van Dyke. Yeah, with the worst accent ever. Sounds like Australian. Yeah, if you if you... To all you um, American listener out there, a Mancunian, like Daphne, sounds like me. Not like this! Not like a common Englishman! They sound a bit like me. Yeah, there's probably a good few few hundred miles difference. They're, that's nothing to American. I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's different. It's quite different. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, so this guy says he doesn't like Christmas... This is a theme. He's got a thing against Christmas. He never gets what he wants. He wanted a um, Transformers. Yeah. And then got a toy oven instead. Yeah. Which is fine as long as the oven works, but if it doesn't work, then... Well, they're just like lights, aren't they, those things? Not, they don't really Are they heat. like halogen lights? I don't, even, I don't think they really heat anything up. I just mm. think they're like light bulbs in a, in a plastic casing. So you can't even make a souffle in there? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what a souffle is. It's an egg-based cake that rises. <laughs> and... I know what a souffle is really, Colin. Jesus. Well, why did you say? I don't think this is the place to be talking about egg-based puddings, that's all. It's Christmas, God damn it! Do you have souffle at Christmas? I got them maybe, cheap. Maybe, at... maybe in your house. I got them cheap at Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> They're not really made of eggs. They are. Yeah. These ones are. Bulls eggs. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> eggs are eggs. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, this guy goes back home. Nicholas goes back home, and it's all a bit creepy. There's all, like, I don't know, it's a bit of a weird place. Mm. And um, we get all this kind of scary music, and then his granddad appears. He's a bit crazy, isn't he? He's a bit odd. He's a bit eccentric. Yeah, and he's, he's an inventor. And he's been inventing stuff, including a nutcracker. Remember that? That'll come in later. Mm. And um, he's got a bunker, which... Am I right in thinking this bunker was just revealed at that moment? Yeah. Like, this guy, Nicholas, had been living in this house with his no, granddad. he had a cellar, then he revealed the bunker. Yeah, it just seemed like odd timing is all. Mm. Yeah. You ever find out, unless you do, do you find out what happened to Nicholas's parents? No. Okay. No, we don't. We get the scene with Santa being mugged by X-Pac. <laughs> if only it was. Yeah, it wasn't really him, but it was... It looks also like Broken Matt Hardy. 
It was basically a guy with a bandana trying to mug a satanic Goldberg with a beard. You're not going to win. No. Oh, wouldn't it be great if Goldberg had that beard in the ring? He'd look like such a badass. He really would. He's got a beard. No, but like big Santa beard. Ah. Join the Wyatts. <laughs> <laughs> you know it'd be awesome. Bill Wyatt. The granddad decides to take Nicholas down into the bunker and reveal the truth about Christmas. And it's not child porn. No, no, no. And so he gets out this um, old book of claws, I think he said it was called. Yeah. And um, he opens it up and says <clears throat> about how, uh, you know, that Santa used to be good and there was this immaculate conception between, what was it, Mary and God, and then there was one between something like Elsa and Satan. And so there were two immaculate conceptions. One was Jesus, one was Santa. It was a bit of a contrived story as to why Christmas was called Christmas, because it was a massive Christ to try and get him to defend the world from Santa. So, <laughs> while he's in the middle of this story, doorbell rings, Mary arrives. Hooray! And any, she... any part of this film with Mary on the screen <laughs> was good. And she's got a present for Nicholas. Remember what the present was? I do. I remember what it wasn't. It wasn't a gun. No. It was a gun that turned into a transformer. Yeah. It was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. It was a pretend gun. See, at that point, as soon as she pulled it, I thought that... Because she gave him old man some weird meat or something oh wolverine wolverine yeah oh yeah freshly killed because yeah. her dad's a hunter yeah see at that point i was thinking is she um is she some sort of heel in the film but no it turns out not to be the case no no she is the love interest she's just the lovely love interest <laughs> yeah so it cuts now to a pasta that's pastor not the not- Spaghetti or something like that. I was thinking more like the thing that you get from Greg's. All right, pasty. That's the one. Yeah. So um, he he's talking about how you need to give notes into the um, collection tray, collection plate. Now, why would you need to do that, John, when, when coins are just as valid? Well, <laughs> in the next scene, we get the <clears throat> pasta turning up at a strip club. Why don't you just use the coins? Well, they, they don't stuff as well into um, RFI or... Um, G-strings, I suppose. Apparently. Yeah. Allegedly. And, um... A court heard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's not... He's not a very good character, is he? He's not very nice. He's a nasty pasta. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Yes, he's a nasty pasta. I don't know, there's a bit of a weird bit with Mary and Nicholas falling out because, basically, Nicholas says, oh, your parents are a bit weird. I thought it was a gun because your dad's a hunter and he's weird and then she's like oh well your granddad's weird too and then they're like oh well nah. and then yeah. they have a fallout and she goes away and she goes she says something like when you when you are willing to have a more mature discussion maybe we can talk again yeah something like that or more mature relationship she yeah, says yeah. so that implies something's going on yeah yeah um, and then you get to watch her walk away, which is lovely. <laughs> oh, dear me. Yeah, so this is where we get more about the book. We find out that there was a wager between an angel who'd mm-hmm. come to Earth and Santa. And they say, oh, well, if you make this rock go over this ice, the one that's nearest the hole is the winner, without going into it. So basically it's curling. Yes. So they have a curling contest. Santa loses... 
and has to be good for a thousand years. And then uh, Nicholas shuts the book and goes, that was a thousand years ago. What? Today or something. Yeah, he realises it. And then he cuts to Santa going round with just throwing explosive presents around. Yeah. That's good. And then, and then this, oh, this, this is a bit where the, the kids open their motherfucking presents. They're like, I want to open my motherfucking presents. And then they open it and they blow up in the face. Yeah. And then, um, and and then, then an old woman says, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So there's lots and lots of swearing. It's really <laughs> funny. It's like, Brilliant. Yeah. Can't be a good bit of swearing. Yeah, kids swearing, old people swearing. It's just like, what works so well is it's like <laughs> people swearing who you wouldn't expect to swear. And that's why it's funny. It's like... What's a pastor doing in a strip club? Oh my goodness, you wouldn't expect that. Lots of unexpected things. Lots of swerves. Yeah, it's great. Santa turns up to the Donnie's... What's his name? What was his name in this? He had a name. Did he have a name? Um, Levinson. Right. So it turns up to the bagelery. Yeah. Bagelarium, whatever it's called. There's lots of um, Hasidic Jewish fellas hanging around with hats and payot and... All that lovely stuff. Yep. Santa turns up, kills Donnie, just slaughters him. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Nicholas is in a shop buying gum, and I think this was meant to be funny, but I didn't really get it. Yeah, there was um, a, a former gangster who moved there because he was sick of the violence, and he's for some reason he has a police scanner radio. I think he wants to be like, um, like Spider-Man or something. Yeah. But without the crime fighting or costume or ability to have spider like <laughs> abilities. Well we didn't see that. You we never didn't. know. I mean maybe he's just maybe just realised it was Christmas Day after day off. Yeah, yeah. There were there was hints of a sequel at the end, so yeah. we'll have to see how that went. Yeah. Was there ever a sequel made? I don't know. To my knowledge. No. Yeah, but you know, how much research did you actually do? Yeah, I think you did more than me actually. You found out the year, so No, I was just looking for pictures of the woman who played Mary. <laughs> Yeah, so um, Nicholas turns up, find his boss, basically impaled on a wall, and then the police turn up, he gets arrested, the um, police go, oh, and arrest those Amish guys outside as well. Before all this has happened, the nasty pastor turns up at a strip club with valet parking. As soon as his church service finishes, that's when it happens. Gets welcomed in, um, proverbial open arms and everything. He's there having a lovely time, giving away all the money, including one that was clearly marked that you see getting passed around. And then Santa turns up with his sleigh, um, ends up killing one of the bouncers. I think he uses a Christmas wreath to choke him, to to garrot him. (laughs) Goes inside, kisses one of the um, booby women, points up at the um, mistletoe as if to say, I had to, I didn't have a choice in the matter. And then um, a huge, big fuck-off bouncer tries to take him down and gets killed, along with other people who try and get Santa with a shovel and a pickaxe. There's one funny scene where um, a woman and her boobies slide down a pole, and um, Santa snaps the pole so he can use it as a weapon. But he gives it a good clean first. <laughs> well, it'll be covered in oil. It will. Yeah. But so but Goldberg. Yeah. And then... Um, Kills a few more people, throws a piece of hot coal in, burns a place down. Some people get out, some are dead. Then after the scene that we just talked about before this um, with Dongy and everything, 
um, the pastor gives a church service for um, half of the strippers. For the strippers, one of the strippers is called Dixie Wrecked, and other punctational testicular testicular. That was terrible. Yeah. So yeah, that happens. There's a bit now with Nicholas in the police station. He calls Mary, says, come and get me. I've been arrested. And she's like, yeah, I'll come and get you. Well, you would. This is just after they've fallen out. And then... That's how strong their connection is, John. Yeah, okay. It's all meant to be. That's right, then. And so he goes to speak to the captain of the police and says, look, it's Santa. It's the real Santa who's doing this. Mm. And the captain's like, yeah, whatever. Get out of my office. Get out of my police station before I have you arrested. Again. Yeah, yeah. And so this guy who was, you know, found at the scene of a murder, just, yeah, you can go. Well, I think they probably realised that um, he's not capable of such a murder, physically. I, I just think that if you find someone at the scene of a crime whose fingerprints will be all over the weapon that was sticking, that he pulled out, mm. you think, hmm, let's just ask him a few questions first. Well, the um, the Amish people said that... Um, <laughs> That they saw a big man dressed as Santa as yeah. well. So it sort of corroborated the story. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's all right. Nicholas is in the car with Mary. Mary's driving along. And they get pulled over by the police. But it's not the police, is it, Colin? Who is it? Who's in the police car? It's not who you expect, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Santa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he killed the police chief and... Oh, he killed everyone at the station. Apart from... This um, rather sleepy little um, sort of desk sergeant who was just sort of engrossed in his book. Yeah. You know that scene in um, Hot Fuzz where um, Nicholas has been run out of town and then he comes back in town, raids the police station for all guns and walks past everyone and no one notices. Mm. It's like that. Okay. So this bit reminded me of Terminator 2, the bit with the... um when a T-1000 is chasing down a car. I think it was supposed to. I oh, think yeah. it was an homage. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was trying to shoot... Well, he was basically trying to load shotguns to shoot at the T-1000 Sand Terminator. Yeah. And Mary's giving lots of good Te- advice. Technical instructions. Yeah. She's like, put the shell into the breech. He's like, what? Put the, put the <laughs> bullet in, in the hole. hole. <laughs> So, I like, I like that. I like that. Lovely young lady. <laughs> so, they end up going back to the bunker. They outrun the Terminator. There's one quite funny bit, actually, where they think, yeah, we'll do all these clever things to get rid of him. They try, they go fast, so he ends up on the roof, and then they break hard, and he just falls over in the back of the truck. And does, like, the Shawn Michaels standing up, flicking yeah. up thing. So. so, they eventually manage to shoot him. He falls on the road, but sits straight up. Yeah. So, they're thinking... Yeah, we know we haven't killed him yet, and he's still after us. Well, I mean, I think they know that they're, you know, they're probably only just at the halfway point of the movie, so... You know. Of um, this 78-minute movie. <laughs> Are you sure it was even that long? It felt it felt shorter. I think... I don't know. But it was 78 minutes with the credits. Is that how they measured? With yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that, that's what it was. It was definitely shorter than 78 minutes. Yeah. I'd say it was more like 73. Yeah, maybe 73, 74, perhaps. 74, 75. Shut up. Edit that bit out. <laughs> you love that song now. wasn't supposed to happen. Was that the communards? No, don't be ridiculous. It wasn't no, the communards. <laughs> don't leave me this way. Co- it wasn't the Commodores. There's another one. Oh, well, fuck it. Who cares? It was shit. Yeah. 
nowhere near as good as anything either the Commodores or the Communards did. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a fair statement. Because yeah. I did that one that went, uh, baby! That. that was terrible. Oh, that was a great song. Everyone no, was the song's song. great. What are you going to vote? Your... Oh, yeah. Colin. You're upsetting me now. Well, you know, I'll, how about I kick you in the bollocks and then you do it properly? <laughs> well, I'm sorry for not being Jimmy Somerville, for fuck's sake. Right, so... You're not that sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. Right, so there's a showdown. They go to the bunker and they kind of go through into another bunker. There's a secret bunker. Well, not quite. You've got to get there first. <sighs> they go through into the bunker. First, yes. Have a conversation with um, Grandpa. Grandpa's sort of putting two and two together for them, connecting some dots. However, at this point, some carol singers turn up for no reason in the middle of the day in um, on Christmas Day. And uh, she goes off to warn them, then Goldberg comes along and kills one of them. Oh, we've got to mention earlier, he did the Goldberg spear on Donny. Oh, he did, yeah. That, uh, but he did it through a deli counter. Yeah. That was oh, great. in fact, there was, a, there was a bit in that scene as well where he was like, Smashing through windows with his hand, and I was just thinking, have you not learned from your mistakes? <laughs> <laughs> he kills some of these people with wrestling moves. Love it in these films when they use wrestling <laughs> moves. Gave someone gorilla press and um, dropped her on um, a thing, so her neck snapped. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was funny. So they rang in, locked the door, which took quite a lot of locking, went into the bunker... And then Grandpa showed them into the second bunker. Yeah. And what was waiting for them? A snowmobile. A pair of snowmobiles. Or motorised sleighs. Or motorised sleighs. <laughs> or skidoos. Yeah. So they... Because um, they're in Canada. They have a chase that is a reindeer sleigh. Mm, you're not quite there. Oh, for, oh. Well, you know, <laughs> something... I love the, I love the reindeer chase. Something fucking enormous happens. Oh, the showdown. The, the showdown. The, the important showdown with the grandpa and... Where grandpa is killed. And gets run over by a reindeer. Yeah. The lovely young lady's trying to start hers, but can't do it. So I think it needs priming or something. But that, you know, when you press the nipple a few times. Excuse me? You know, you live in the country. <laughs> you know about pressing nipples. Anyway, um... This goes back to that foreplay conversation. It does. Way, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so, Grandpa is killed here by getting run over by the elk thing that's pulling the... Cause a it's reindeer. Not, it's an evil really, reindeer. I'd say it looks more like an elk. <sighs> doesn't matter. They bite the bullet and drive off, knowing that there's nothing else that they can do. Her on the back of his... Because they had to abandon the other one. Yeah. And, and then, now, the All right, starts. this was great. It was. <laughs> so I kept getting like, right, I'll snowmobile you know, chase. Important part of the film that you missed. It doesn't matter. The it snowmobile chase. I killed. The snowmobile chase was great. It was. Yeah. I, I acknowledged that. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about there. it. No, but it was exciting and <sighs> I couldn't wait. I just wanted to talk about how good the snowmobile chase was. <laughs> I just, you know, we could have gone. What we could have done is what we did with the other bits that we missed out, where we just going about how great the snowmobile chase was, and you go, oh, we forgot to mention the granddad died. It was a really important (laughs) scene. Yeah, but this film was fucking great. How have you (laughs) denigrated it like that? Yeah. So the snowmobile chase was fantastic. Yeah, it was highlight of the film for me. It was it was a lot of fun. I liked it. What was good about this is we get the return of the present bombs. 
So <laughs> Goldberg's basically hurling Christmas presents as hand grenades trying to hit the um, snowmobile. I'm sure this happened in future. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter, it's brilliant. The Reach, I think it's basically the church group, isn't it? They're there, gathered around a Christmas tree, ringing bells. Yeah, with the pastor again. With the pastor again, dressed as Santa. Who somehow hasn't been killed yet. So Goldberg comes in on a snowmobile. No, not on the snowmobile. I think it's implied by my usage of the word yet. Oh, right, okay. Trying to build suspense. Okay. Yeah. But but not necessarily. I mean, implications can be wrong. Mm. It's like when all of the main characters die, maybe. They haven't died yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. A court heard. Yeah, so it's a bit, it's just like Game of Thrones. It's like, yeah, who's going to die next for no reason? Um, so, yeah, the Christmas tree gets blown up, set on fire by yeah, Santa. That, that, the, the way it gets set on fire is brilliant. It's Santa on his um, rocket-powered sleigh, <laughs> and uh, he just sort of spins its back end out yeah, a little yeah. bit so the tree catches fire. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So he's he's a, he's he's a right he's a right bugger, isn't he? He's, he's right. a nasty pastor. He's just not a nice man at all. Santa Pasta, the Pasta Santa. Yeah. He gets kind of um, he lands in the sleigh, doesn't he? It, no, no, not quite. Um, Santa actually grabs him and puts him in. All oh, right. I'm sure. I'm sure that that happened. I know he ended up next to him in the sleigh. Yeah. And then like, oh, Santa put him there, and then. Boshed him in the face, so he's knocked out for ever. Nicholas and Mary, they hide in basically, what, a hockey place? It's their school. Is it? Yeah. But it's got I an ice rink. It's an ice... Well, we're in Canada. I suppose. Do they have ice ice rinks in schools? It's Canada. It's their national sport. It's a bit like asking if um, British schools have a football pitch. Well, this is but true. But they, they have hilarity when they're trying to break into this school. Because the guy does the thing of taking his coat off so he can... Um, wang the window with his elbow through the coat so it doesn't bleed and then it doesn't break. <laughs> and then he tries to get some bins and to smash but it they're chained, they're chained up. up. Yeah. Then you see her do it off camera and then they open the door a little bit and um, she needs lifting up and pushing through and then she's insistent that he grabs her boobies and pushes her through. <laughs> for, so that's fine. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how you do it. Yeah. So um, She's a lovely lady. <laughs> so, yeah, so at this point she goes, oh, by the way, your granddad gave me this to give you as a Christmas present and it was a nutcracker. Ooh. So it's not like it's important in the plot or anything. Oh, no. no. So, yeah, so they... Santa turns up and basically... Isn't there a label on it, though? Looks around. A label that says the most... Um, the best <laughs> presents are the useful ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, the practical ones, yeah. Practical... The best presents are the practical ones, John. Remember that. So, yeah, so they, they have a bit of a uh, tender moment here, the Mary and Nicholas. They don't quite kiss, but, you know, she's just basically saying, she's going, I've got no one, my granddad's dead, I've got no parents. Yeah, I hate people like that. Yeah, and then she goes, but you've got me, I'll be there for you. <sighs> and then Santa's back. Hooray! Break up that shit scene. <laughs> Santa's there. And then the granddad's back. Hooray! What? Yeah, yeah. He's actually an angel. Oh. He's that... actually the angel that did the wager. Yeah. So if he was... Rewind! If he was doing such a wager, 
on the power of good. Why did they put a thousand-year time limit on it? Because that seems like ages. Yeah, but why didn't they do it indefinitely? Yeah. Like all those uh, landowners who were yeah. going to lose shit because uh, in 1066 they were granted like thousand-year um, things for their families. And now it's like, ha-ha-ha, 2066, you're going to lose your land. Sorry. Good. Sorry, Mr. Aristocrats. <laughs> Goes back to the king. Or uh, whomever. Or the church, I don't know. Either way, it's funny. Either way, it'll go to people that don't particularly need it. But coming What from do you people. mean? How is the Queen going to pay for her £365 million refurbishment? How, is, got, the, how you... is the Queen going to be alive in, uh, <laughs> in 2066? Hey, the Am way, I still going to be alive The way it's going, Colin, the way it's going, she'll be there. She'll be there. I believe that the Queen's last words are going to be, Charles, what are you doing with that pillow? <laughs> Yeah, she'll be, no, she'll be like, yeah, come closer, motherfucker. And, and she'll have, like, <laughs> you know, her robot body. Just, it'll just be her brain, you know, <laughs> shooting, shooting it like crazy. Be a hell of a way to go out. Be like Terminator, I suppose, bringing it back to that. So, yeah, so the grand granddad reveals that he's the angel, and then... This is taking place on an ice rink where they play hockey, but another Canadian sport of curling. Yes. And he decides to have another wager. I think it's Scottish, actually, but the Canadians play it. That's the same, yeah. if you heard the Canadian accent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, he does that. He has a wager with Satan, Santa, whatever he is, and says, if you lose this game of curling, then you've got to kind of quit being mean forever. And so Santa opens up a pit to hell and goes, all right then. And then they have a curling match. And he lands it perfectly right on the edge and Goldberg, sorry, Santa Berg, looks a bit, fuck, that was a good shot, sort of thing. Then thinks, ah, fuck it, and throws him in the pit. What's kind of a shame about the curling scenes in this film was they didn't do that stupid thing with the brushing. You know, like the crazy... Yeah. That's my favourite bit. They didn't have a person going, ah, sweep, sweep, no, 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 sweep, sweep, that sort of thing. Yeah. I love curling. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I can't believe it's a, a sport, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you can tell that it was made... Like, you can tell that it was obviously created by just bored janitors yeah. at an ice rink. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's push these along. Oh, pass me your brush. <laughs> oh, where's your mop, you know? Oh, no, the brushes are better. So. Oh, awesome sport. So it ended with curling. The angel is sent to hell. Oh, is that the end of the film? I think so. All is lost. Uh-oh. But all is not lost because Santa turns his attention to um to the other two. The dorky lad and the lovely young lady. Oh, before that, though, the before he got cast into the pit, the angel said, Remember, the best presents are the most practical ones. He yeah. might as well have added wink to that. <laughs> and... Um, Oh, we should mention that the um, one of the things that they work out with no real evidence to back it up is that Santa's powers only work on Christmas, and so <laughs> and so this clock that was given to him by his boss, which has all of the um, time zones on, he says, "Well, they're going off um, GMT, GMT, the is, real time. Well, obviously, yeah, British time, the Queen's time. Yeah, so they um, they God have... bless him. Stand up when you say that, John." <laughs> <laughs> With my back. <laughs> yeah, so um, they have this idea of North Pole time being GMT. But then um, Christmas Berg says, 
Well, actually, it's um, it can be whatever time I choose it to be, because it's whilst it's technically GMT, it could be the North Pole is polar, so it encapsulates every time zone within the world. So it's Christmas until I say it's over. And then, and then the lovely young lady, she says, wow, scary, but educational, <laughs> which was a good line. Yeah. And this is a bit with the nutcracker. Yes. And it shoots a nut into Santa. Well, Santa throws a fireball at them and this goes through the fireball and it hits Santa on the chest and Santa is quite dead. And then there's a sound emerging from the pit and it's the angel who is holding on to it. So they get help him out, but as they're helping him out, the dead Santa is not dead. Shit. <laughs> and he's got one of those um, things they have for making the ice smooth. He sort of sends it in their direction, so they help Angel out, and um, Santa has made himself scarce. Angel decides, for whatever reason, he can't leave that area. Well, he, he can, but he can't go any further with him. But don't worry, he'll always be with him. Ah. Oh. Poignant. But, but not really. No, no, no. Not in any way that will matter or, you know, no, help. No. But, but you know, he'll always be there, John. Always yeah. be there. <laughs> so this is a bit where they we're introduced to Mary's family. Who um, are basically Sarah Palin. Yeah, yeah. But male. Yeah, gun nuts. Yeah. Living in a trailer park, kind of. Including um, an Indian who has had his vocal cords removed. Yeah. And one of his lungs, you find out as well. To pay for a bazooka. Yeah. And what is it? Nicholas convinces them that there's a flying reindeer and that's going to be the ultimate prize. Yeah, I mean, you know, as a hunter, it's a pretty cool prize. Yeah. So they look in the sky and there it is at that moment. So they start shooting. Yeah. And then um, Mary's dad bags it with the bazooka. Yeah. And it rains down reindeer flesh. Yeah. And, and what also comes down? The pasta. The pasta. And he lands through a flagpole. Yeah. And hooray, the pasta is dead. Yeah. He got his uppens. His uppens came it and did. went. It did. And so on this romantic moment, Nicholas yep. and Mary share a kiss. Aww. They're going to be all right. Didn't like that scene. Yeah. And then the, it was um, upsetting. The end, the final scene is Santa in an airport. Booking a plane to the North Pole. Yeah. And he puts his Santa sack on the uh, conveyor belt thing. Yeah, I think they ask him, um, has his sack ever been out of sight? And I wonder if they were implying about his scrotum. I think so, because he yeah. raised his eyebrow. Yeah. And then she just went, eh, whatever, don't care. Boarding's in ten minutes. Yeah. That's how you know it's fiction. It is. You know, it should be... Go wait over there for several hours. The bar's over there. Yeah. Don't get too shit-faced or you can't get on the flight. <laughs> but spend lots of money at the airport, please. Yeah, that's how they get you. So, let's get the stool chart out. No! Yes. I'm not having the stool chart for this. This film was shit, but it was good <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, no, it was. Oh, I don't know, actually. It was... Can I put this on the stool chart? In good faith. I'll... In fact, uh, you know what? We've if, not... I mean, if I did, it was, it was Colin, going as Colin, three. can I stop you there? Can please I stop do. you there? Do you remember we've got a festive Yule Yule chart? Yeah. Bristol Sorry, the Bristol right. Yule chart. Bristol Yule chart. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like last Christmas was about a year ago. I know, I know. We almost forgot. So the festive Yule chart. This was tasty log roll. <laughs> 
tasty gluten-free log roll so I can have it. And you'll enjoy it too. All right. I mean, yeah, it'll be all right. Have you ever had my brownies, John? <laughs> my delicious gluten-free brownies uh, are have. better than any brownies you've ever had. I have. They are good. I'll give you that. There you go. So yeah, I, I I enjoyed that. I was amused all the way through. I actually didn't know what to expect going into it. I was expecting to be putting it as a maybe a five on the stool chart going into it, but it goes very nicely on the Yule chart. <laughs> it was good. It was shit, but it was good shit. It's good, good entertainment. Yeah. It's just it's um, <clears throat> it's not going to make you think about anything. It's just going to make you. Laugh out loud several times, I have to say. And Goldberg was good in it as well. Yeah, Goldberg was a good, muscular Santa (laughs) Claus who just threw people around and growled a lot. Which is pretty much what he did in WCW. Yeah. I do want to know now if there is a Santa sleigh too. And if not... Why not? Can we start a campaign, Demi? Let's get one of those petitions going that are all the rage on the internet. What, to to change.org? Yeah, yeah. We're about to change the fact that there isn't a Santa sleigh (laughs) too. Well, there might be. There might be. Well, there might be. I mean, um, you know. I like to think there is, but it doesn't have Bill Goldberg in, but it has Gilberg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Anything else you want to talk about, John? No, that's that's pretty good. Merry Christmas, John. Merry Christmas, Colin. And all that good cheer stuff. All that good cheer. So, until next time, cheerio. Bye.